0: This is episode 14 of season 3 of the Runner Girls Podcast. On tonight's show, we'll be talking about running in costumes. Our scavenger hunt list for this week is a barn, a pile of firewood, a ghost, memorabilia from a local college or university, and a bird's nest.
1: I'm Sue. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan and this is season three of Runner Girls. Three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5k in 30 minutes or less.
2: Yes and those 5ks are coming up for at least two of us. (laughs) Maybe me not so much right now but I believe Katie was running a 5K last weekend, and we'll find out how that went. And Megan, you've got a couple 5Ks coming up, right? Yep. Yep. But before we get to that, how are you doing, Megan?
1: I'm good. My first track practice for a girls track is tomorrow. Ooh. So I'm excited about that. And I've been running good which is nice
2: uh what is your plan for your track practice like do you you just going to have the girls run do you have like a set plan in mind
1: i want to have them run i got to figure out first what the girls want to run and then what they can run and i hear some of the girls who run the 100 and stuff aren't they don't like
2: running longer distances right cuz they're probably used to going out fast
1: Yeah, and I'm going to have to get them over the fact that um, you need to run longer distances to get faster. Right. And so it'll be working them with that and just getting a baseline for where the girls are and seeing if they can run. Because some of my girls like me as a teacher, so they're like, I'm going to go do track and don't know how to run. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So tomorrow, this week, will be just getting them all situated in track and figuring out what we're going to do and what they want to do.
2: And maybe, I'm no track coach, <laughs> but <laughs> um, maybe a good starting point for both the the girls who aren't yet used to running and the girls who are used to running fast is just teaching them the importance of running slowly, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, it'll, so we'll probably do just a couple laps of slow running together everybody at the same general pace Mm -hmm. which will be really slow for even me and so just to get them used to as a warm-up because I don't it's gonna be hot we're still slated for like 86 degrees Wow. and I don't want them to get overheated after school especially and getting them used to you need to eat during the day if you're going to run track and you need to drink lots of water and all this other safety stuff that goes along with it.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I want to come run on your team. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. Very cool, so I can't wait to hear how that goes. I can't uh, wait to tell you. (laughs) And uh, Katie, how about you? How are things going for you? I heard there's a little uh, technical difficulty at your school.
0: (laughs) Yes, things are going. Uh, The grade book is all electronic, of course, as most things are anymore, but our school uses a program in order to keep track of student attendance, grades, parent contacts, all that good information. And with the new Java update, the electronic grade book completely crashed. So (laughs) it's been a lot of panicking, trying to find hard copies of things. And getting grades re entered and ready to go out on report cards by oh. Monday. So <laughs>
2: Oh my goodness.
0: Yes, it's it's been a very busy week. Is it ever not a busy week? <laughs> I wish. They're few <laughs> and far between. I promise you that.
2: Well, it sounds like you're you're still holding it together, so props to you for that. <laughs> am i well thank you for sounding like that (laughs) well you sound like you've got it together
0: (laughs) oh see that's that's the gift of education fake it till you make it
2: right (gasps) all right katie is a great faker yes (laughs) uh well um sorry to hear about that I, i hope things get smoothed out quickly As do
0: I. Thank you. I'm hoping that it'll be resolved by tomorrow because it's a nationwide problem. So I'm sure the company is very, very ready for a solution to this problem as well.
2: (laughs) They're feeling the pressure. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Nice. Well, um, I'm trying to think if I have any new thing to share. Like what is different this week than last week? Everything feels pretty much the same. Still very much pregnant still looking forward to not being pregnant, um, still having contractions, but keeping them under control, uh, working and, um, working on the bakery, so, nope, nothing new here. Um, Jeff made cookies earlier. (laughs) I had him coming in and out of the kitchen as I'm getting ready to record. I'm like, um, do you have to do that now? We have a bag of store-bought <laughs> cookies on the counter. um, But now they smell wonderful, and he gave me a couple, and he's done, so I'm all good. So, yeah, um I'm happy. I'm ready to go with the show. I got some fresh-baked cookies here. So, if you girls are ready, I think we should talk about running. Sounds good. All right, well, I didn't do anything this week, so... Um, Megan you said you've run what did you do yes
1: Brad and I did about two and a half miserable miles on <laughs> Wednesday I think it was it involved watching Brad throw up on the side of the road oh my goodness oh no yeah that was fun um, we ran walked it and Brad did not feel very good and but we did it two and a half miles
2: yeah. I think it was a
1: he had a reaction to medicine or the heat or water. We don't really know what happened. But he's okay <gasps> now and he even went and ran today, so he's doing better.
2: Oh, I'm glad he's feeling better and it, that it wasn't related to the running.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I was worried too. Yeah. I thought he was dying. <laughs> but um. he's okay and then Yesterday, I got out and did 6.2 miles. Oh, my. Nice job. That were very, very, very slow, but I did them, and I'm glad. It was really hot yesterday. I decided, you know, whenever I woke up and then just going and doing them would be fine. Yeah, I did it from about 10.15 in the morning till noon.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> wow, um, but yay for getting out there and getting the miles in. That's almost halfway to half marathon, right?
1: Yes, and if I can add a mile a week for the next four weeks, I'll get up to 10 miles. And then the next week after that will be my half marathon.
2: That sounds doable.
1: Yeah, I think it will be. And I wanted it to be really slow because I hadn't run six miles in a while, and I wasn't sure how I would respond, Mm -hmm. but I took it a little bit too easy, and probably because of the heat and everything, so I just have to get out there earlier Mm -hmm. and push myself a little bit more.
2: I think it's good that you didn't push yourself too much on this first long run for you. I mean, maybe you did go a little bit easier, but probably better safe than sorry, you know?
1: Exactly, and that's what I wanted, and... I can still feel it in my quads a little bit today, Mm -hmm. so that's good. And I've been seeing in the weather forecast that it's going to get down into the 50s two nights this week. Nice. And highs are in low 80s, high 70s. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Which is really good for this time of year for Florida. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. That'll make running much nicer.
2: Oh, that's great. So your plan for the next week is to add a mile onto your long run, and uh, do you think you'll have time to get any more runs in during the week?
1: Yeah, I want to get at least another three-mile run in during the week to do about 10 miles this week. Nice. And if I can fit two three-mile runs in, or a three-mile run and a two-mile run, I'll do that, but we'll see.
2: Great. Well, that's awesome. So sounds like it was a good week for you and um Brad's back at it. <laughs> so yes. good for him. I'm glad he's feeling better.
1: <laughs> Me too.
2: Brad's an honorary runner girl.
1: <laughs> yes, he is.
2: Well, that's great. So Katie, how about you? You had a 5k this past week. Did did you get to that? Did it go okay? Uh, it was supposed to happen. Oh. Was it called off? It-
0: it was pouring the rain here on Saturday morning mm. and I did not feel like running 3.1 miles in the rain. So <laughs> I didn't go. It still happened, but I was not a participant because again, if you haven't picked up by now on the show, <laughs> I am not a fan of running in the rain. Oh yeah. But, um, on the upside, I had a nice day of Netflix watching. <laughs> Working your thumbs. Yes, <laughs> <The> exactly. <remote. laughs> yep. You got it. Got addicted to a new TV show and watched two seasons over the weekend. So that was good. What was that? Scandal. Oh, Jeff Ooh. watches that. Oh, it's okay. really good. I really like it. Nice. <laughs> so now I'm caught up to present day and um, anxiously awaiting the episode on Thursday.
2: Very cool. Yes. Um and so did you have any other opportunities to run this past week?
0: Just one. Uh just a short run. I got out there and did about a mile and a half just around the neighborhood. Uh I think that was Wednesday. And I just it wasn't a good run. I felt crappy the whole time. Oh. I I think the uh the allergies are starting to act up a little bit with the fall mm-hmm. weather coming around and, you know, lots of different things in the air. Mm-hmm. But um, the inhaler did not seem to be working at all, but I think it's more, like I said, allergy congestion, really, than any kind of exercise-induced asthma right now. Mm -hmm. And so I was battling that a short, long, slow mile and a half, and then with the rain on the weekend, it was not a good running week for me. And this week is not looking a whole lot better,
2: unfortunately. Is it going to be a busy week or weather-wise not looking good? Both. Um, Today, of course, I was at school
0: until about 30 minutes before we started recording the show. Tomorrow, we've got mock trial meeting, and then I have to come back and get everything ready to leave town tomorrow. Or, I'm sorry, Wednesday after work. Because Wednesday after work, I'm driving up to Greenville, South Carolina, um, to stay until Sunday because... I am in a wedding on Saturday, but we're doing the bachelorette party on Thursday because a lot of this friend's friends are from New York City. She lived in New York for a while, Mm -hmm. so they're all flying in, and rather than having everyone fly in on two separate weekends, we're just going to knock it all out in one weekend, but that makes it very hard (laughs) to work in runs when you've got bachelorette party, rehearsal dinner, wedding, and then driving back to the beach on Sunday, so if I... If I do get a run-in, it'll be in Greenville, but it's supposed to be very cold up there
2: this week, so we'll see how that goes. Okay, well, good luck with that, and have a great time at the wedding. Thanks. I, I think it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Hopefully get to see a lot of friends I haven't seen in a while. So oh,
2: that's so great. Oh. I'm jealous now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm always jealous. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> um, but that's great. Good for you. Um, oh, here's something new. I think that the parents might actually, um, the parents of the the baby that I'm carrying, might actually be um, flying in this coming weekend in case I go into labor early because I've been telling them about all the contractions I've had, been having they were originally gonna come the week before I'm due so they were planning on coming November 2nd and I talked to the mother and I'm like yeah you might want to think about coming a week earlier <laughs> so that that's pretty cool I might get to meet them this weekend and that's um, neat. yeah and with any luck I'll be having a baby soon getting that done <laughs> Right. And now that they're here, basically, you know, you're good, right? Yeah. I don't need to hold anything back. Good. (laughs) Not like it's up to me. (laughs) But yeah, but the pressure is um, easing up, which is good. So great. Well, that covers running then and other things. I guess it's time for our weekly topic, which this week we are talking about running in costumes. So, we are approaching that time of year where people like to dress up in costumes and go out and beg for candy, but um, apparently people also like to um, dress up in costumes and run races. So, (laughs) that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I've never run in a costume. Um, Not ruling it out. I think there are a few costumes that I wouldn't mind running in, but I I feel like this could be helpful to other people who might be thinking about doing a Halloween-themed race. So... Megan, do you want to start us off with some tips for picking your costume?
1: Yes, and um I love the topic this week because I'm kind of doing a whole pink costume for work tomorrow.
2: Are you? So this is
1: yeah, it's um our boys basketball team made it to the playoffs, so they're doing a pink out game for breast cancer awareness. So we got pink shirts and everything, but I'm kind of going all out with the pink, and why wouldn't I? It's my favorite color. <laughs> So I bought a pink skirt, and I have pink tights, and I'm wearing my pink shoes, and I'll have a pink shirt on.
2: I was going to ask if you were going to wear a tutu, because I know sometimes you wear those.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'll go that far for work. My kids <laughs> would think it's ridiculous. Oh, probably. Some of them have seen me in my running tutu pictures, so <laughs> I might find a way to work that in later in the year. But... I like dressing up, so I love the topic of talking about costumes and everything.
2: Great. Any plans to run a costumed race for Halloween? If I was running a race for Halloween this year, I
1: would. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. So I don't know. I was talking about it, like doing a tutu and putting wings on and dressing up like a fairy for the Halloween 5K I was going to do. But I'm not running that anymore. So maybe next year. That'll give me more time to plan an awesome costume mm. so when you go to pick your costume your first thing you have to consider is how far you're going to run some costumes are doable at 5k or even 10k but not so much at a half or greater distances although some people will run it anyways reminds me of the guy on reddit who always runs in the dead male mask mm-hmm. or the bear costume for charity um, one gentleman race walked a marathon in a thirty-seven pound plus donkey costume, <laughs> but not everyone can do what he did. I couldn't.
2: Well, if it's just, just walking quickly, I could maybe do that.
1: I don't know, but thirty-seven pounds is like—well,
2: I'm carrying an extra a third of my body weight yeah. or something. I'm carrying like so... an extra thirty-five pounds right now, so I feel like I could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I don't ever get to take this costume off. <laughs> so, um, your
1: distance is just something to consider when you're planning your costume. And next, don't forget about the weather and time of year you are running. Is it hot out? Cold? Is it the rainy season? Running in a costume that's too hot can lead to pieces dropping along the course. The farther you run, the hotter you will get. If it's raining, wet costumes will weigh you down. Especially a full fur costume or cotton fabric will make you feel like you added 25-plus pounds to your own ensemble that you never planned to run with. On top of the 37, then you'd have like a 62-pound costume. Oh, gosh. See? This is why you need to plan ahead. Rain will also make costumes bleed and chafe worse than you've probably never chafed before. Then consider whether you are running or racing. By all means, you can race in a costume and even win. Camille Heron made the Guinness Book of World Records for her two-hours, 48-minute, 51-second marathon while wearing a Spider-Man costume. And Kelly Nickerson won the inaugural Tinkerbell half-marathon wearing a Tinkerbell costume. But most just like to enjoy running at an enjoyable pace when in costume. If you are racing, you will want to practice racing at your race pace in costume. You will want a material that moves with you and is not cumbersome. However, for most, a PR is not in the cards for running in costume. Almost everyone I've ever talked to mentions that running in costume lowered their ability to PR or even the ability to run even remotely fast.
2: I guess it depends on what you're considering a costume. Because if you've just got like a tutu and some wings on, I don't think that'll hold you back too much. I mean, we've all run in tutus. It, right. It, it, it wasn't. I don't feel like it got in the way that much, do you?
1: No. No, I don't
2: think so. Because it was lightweight, but
1: a Spider-Man costume that's full length would probably get in the way.
0: Mm. Because and it covers my where, arms and legs. Right, right. And I love the line where it's like, consider practicing your race pace or, or running at your race pace in costume. Can you imagine just going down to the track for your like everyday <laughs> run and seeing Spider-Man do laps
2: around? <laughs> For me it would be like running my, my normal like long run route just to see like how I would feel in the costume and it would just be like running through the streets of my town. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe it would look like you were after a villain. <laughs> yes. yes. Your inner superhero. Like,
1: I feel like this is where half the you know, Reddit pictures come from. <laughs> look, I saw Spider Man running down my street today. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he was just practicing for his race next week. Trying to see if the costume would work. (laughs) So you've got um, figured out whether you're running or racing. Now you've got to figure about time. How much time and effort do you have to put into your costume? I've known many a runner with intentions to run in costume, but time slipped away and they did not finish their costume. Some never even started. Time can be a factor that leads you to buy a costume instead of making one, and even then you have to ensure you buy it in enough time for it to be to you and tested before race day. This is a good point, because you can think about a costume and be like, I'm going to make one, and then not ever get to it.
2: <laughs> right, and if you do end up buying one instead, it may not be conducive to running in. You know what I mean? As yes. if you like, picked it out yourself with like wicking materials and whatnot. Um, seamless, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, right. A costume that you buy may not be intended for running in, and may be a lot more uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it may. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the things that could go wrong in like those Halloween costumes you see at the store all the time around this time of year,
2: the mm-hmm. cheap ones. I tried one on last year that I really, really wanted to get for Halloween. It was rainbow bright. <laughs> <laughs> um, child of the 80s. Um, and I loved it, and it was, so, like, supposed to be my size. And then, fortunately, the um, the store that we were shopping and browsing Halloween costumes had dressing rooms, which I don't think is standard for, like, a party costume place. But this one had dressing rooms, and I tried on the costume, and, man, did it not fit right at all. <laughs> so, um, good thing to be able to try on your costume first before um, – just going out and, and buying one or you know buying one online you don't even have the option to try it on. Mm-hmm.
1: So the next thing you have to consider is how full is the race? Is your race congested with thousands of runners? If it is think about what type of costume will be least annoying to other runners. Like if you have wings you'll do better in a small race than a full one without taking precautions. In a sea of people, you may find your wings are hitting other runners in the face or snagging on them or being a general nuisance. Mm -hmm. Think about using kids' wings instead. Smaller and safer, you can pin them to a sports bra and have less movement. Think about this for other costume props and pieces that go beyond your body zone and how they may affect other runners. Some costumes are difficult in busier races. You can do it, just be considerate of your other runners.
2: That's a good point, too. I wouldn't normally have thought of that. You know, if you're testing a costume out, you're running by yourself. You may not think about, like, other people on the course. So that's uh, a really good point.
1: And thinking the wings brings up a good point. If you're trying to run against the wind, if you're going to have anything on your back, because if they flap a lot Mm -hmm. and how annoying that can be or just cumbersome in general when everything is moving around you as you're trying to run.
2: Oh, I was thinking of like wind resistance, like it might yeah, slow you down. It.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that and if you're fighting them and they keep flying off. Yeah, yeah. Or you have to keep picking them up and then you just get tired of it and leave them on the side of the course because that's what rated. I'd do. <laughs> so and then finally, think about cost. A costume can be made on the cheap or it can be very expensive. How much are you willing to spend to get the costume you want? Also, are you doing an adventure or obstacle run? People are loving the gimmicky races and fun outrageous costumes, but mud runs and obstacles tend to ruin costumes. Do you want to spend a lot of money on something that'll get ruined?
2: Yeah, I don't think I would wear a costume to a mud run. <laughs> no, that's Unle- a bad idea. Unless it was something like, I don't know, like army fatigues or something? But even in that case, like, I wouldn't wear that anyway, so yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't what know. would you wear? Nah. Maybe for, like, a color run or something like that, or an electric run, something that's a little less obstacle-y.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that, too, with the mud. I mean, I don't even want to wear my shoes to a mud run. No. They, they let usually alone a rec- costume I paid for.
2: Yeah, they recommend wearing, like, old running shoes to those, because you're just going to ditch them afterward. I have those... um. I bought a pair of shoes, ones I wore to uh, the Divas Half Marathon, New Balances, and I wore them for uh, a trail, run, trail race, and they got super muddy, and I haven't worn them since. I've cleaned them off, I just haven't worn them since. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, those aren't, those are damaged now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll never be the same. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, that wasn't a good race, so I think I've kind of taken it out of my shoes a little bit. <laughs> All right, up next we have some do's and don'ts of running in your costume, and uh, I have some of the do's here. Do uh, lay it out ahead of time. Lay out your costume the night before to ensure you have everything, or make a checklist to check off as you go out the door. This helps if you are running late and or have a lot of parts to your costume. A lesson I failed to learn the first time, but did very quickly the second time and after. So... um, Obviously, this blogger has had issues with forgetting her costume, Um, but I think this goes for any race, you know, lay out all of your gear the night before, but especially important for a costume because you don't want to get to the you know, the race and be missing an important part that shows people who you're actually intending to be. You know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I'm a big advocate for laying stuff out, like you said, Sue, for any race. But especially when you know you're going to have multiple things that you need to wear in order for
2: people to get it. that's That's, that's got to be an important role. <laughs> yes. Uh, do number two. Do know that Vaseline is your friend or body guide like we like to use. Use liberally to avoid serious chafing, especially if it is raining. Especially if you did not run a full distance in your costume on your test run. Yes, I have chafed, and now Vaseline goes where I go, even on the road when in costume. And she says she puts it in a small snack size Ziploc baggie to bring with her. Which I think is a good idea, just carry a little bit with you when you're running, just in case you start to get a hot spot. I know that that happened to me during the Divas half, when I noticed that my toes were getting blistered up from my <laughs> socks. Mm. I actually wore... um. I body glided my toes, but then wore two pairs of socks, and I think that's why they blistered because they were rubbing so much, like slip sliding around in there and sweating right. and whatnot. But um, but yeah, I do think it's good to carry a, some Vaseline or a small body glide with you. Also, do know that safety pins are your friend too. Pinning props to your outfit or bibs helps prevent bouncing. You can also safety pin a tiara to a hat or visor. I always carry about eight safety pins with me in my water bottle pouch for emergencies. Once I lost an applique on a shirt due to rain. My costume was very hard to identify once the applique fell off, but I had no way to reattach. I tried holding it in front of me, but while that was very awkward and did not last long. um. So this is a good point. Safety pins. I th- I would assume that... Anybody who runs races on a somewhat regular basis has a plethora of extra safety pins. I know I do. When I get home from a race, I take my pins and um, take them off my bib when I hang my bib up and save the safety pins because you never know when you're going to need them. And I keep, like to keep a few just pinned right to my running belt in case I need them, in case like I don't get enough At The um, the next race, sometimes they only want you to take two safety pins for your bib in which case it flaps everywhere (laughs) So I like to have some extra on my running belt and then you can just pin down the bib if you need to But then it would also be helpful like this uh, blogger is saying For a running costume like if an important piece of your costume falls off you have a couple extra pins there you can reattach
1: Yeah, I like the idea of keeping safety pins attached to my running belt just in case I need them. Yeah. I'm going to steal it.
2: (laughs) Take it. It's all yours. (laughs) Don't take my pins.
1: No, I have plenty. Okay.
2: All right do try to be creative with anything and everything you can customize your shoes with colorful duct tape or even kt tape so kt tape is the um, athletic tape you use for like taping up injuries and uh, she says i actually learned this from my running group on facebook previously i knew about duct tape prom dresses but who knew it could transform shoes Or that KT tape could. I have found KT tape to be easier to remove with less leftover residue. So, that's cool. I guess if you want your shoes, your running shoes, to match your costume, you don't want to go out and buy new shoes, duct tape them or stick some KT tape on there?
1: This is some uh, serious costume running. It's like (laughs) cosplaying while running, almost. Yeah. Very
2: detailed yeah they're clearly serious about their costuming
1: (laughs) maybe she is a cosplayer who also runs and that's why she's so serious
2: yeah why not combine your two loves if you love cosplay running? number five if you sew use lycra it is a wonderful fabric for runners I saw a guy make a grape costume out of it this material is light and breathes well do not use cotton (laughs) just trust me on this one (laughs) I think that's uh that, that goes for running in costume or just running in general don't don't wear mm-hmm. cotton <laughs> and number six, do test your costume, make sure it fits you that it 's comfortable, find out where it might chafe you, and if you are likely to overheat in your costume so um, just wear it at least once, hopefully a couple times, so that you get an idea of um, how it fits if you have a treadmill. Obviously, that's ideal than running around your neighborhood in a costume, especially if you've got a really weird costume. <laughs> but uh, do what you got to do, right? Better to test it ahead of time and know if it's likely to bother you over a, a long race. So, Katie, what about some don'ts of running in costume?
0: Yes, well, if there's do's, then there's definitely going to be don'ts. And the first one on the list is don't try anything new on race day. And again, this doesn't just go for costumes, right? (laughs) Um, She writes that, quote, insert, I must have that now item here, end quote, may look great at the expo and is the, quote, must add that to my costume to make it look even better, end quote, piece you may have been looking for. But I caution you to resist. If you haven't tried it, don't try it on race day, or it may become that financial loss mentioned in my previous blog post. Money goes down the drain as you toss your must-have-now new costume piece on the street during your race. I tried a Rue pocket I bought it at an expo, and it ended up a major annoyance as I carried it and the rep. Carried it the rest of the race and later gave it to my brother. It did not fit well under my tank, and putting the tank into my shorts was not an option. What is
2: a roux pocket?
0: I have no idea, but it sounds awful.
2: I'm going to Google that <laughs> while you finish this. <laughs>
0: um, this was after the 2011 Portland Half Marathon, and I just read about how other costumed racers were having trouble with their roux pockets too after the Disneyland 10K. Great product. But does not work well on many costumes.
1: Maybe it's like a it, running belt?
0: Yeah, I was thinking something like a kangaroo. You strap it to your stomach and it's some kind of pocket for you to put some stuff in. Like a kangaroo pouch? Yeah, that's what I was guessing just by the name. Any uh, any confirmation, Sue?
2: Well, I just... <laughs> I just googled something. One thing that came up is called... The New Roo Pocket, and it shows a woman with a baby inside her shirt and a belt around her waist, and I'm really confused. I'm going to send you the link so you can see what I'm looking at.
1: Oh, I see the thing called Roo Sport.
2: Roo Sport. Okay, that I don't know. It looks like a big thing.
1: It was from a race race expo, so it's got to be what she's talking about.
2: Okay, that makes sense then, because this thing does not make sense. I'm not going to run with a baby in my shirt. (laughs) It's an
1: an attachable magnetic pocket. Okay. It is strong enough to hold a smartphone in size to fit the iPhone and others. It has a larger Velcro Velcro closing pocket and a smaller zippered pocket. It's the right size to hold your passport ID and money.
0: Just say I opened the new Rue pocket (laughs) and... This is hilarious. I don't get it. Uh, (laughs) It says it supports babies up to 15 pounds.
2: What would you do if you saw somebody walking around like this? And it doesn't look like it's like a a baby sling or something. It's like she's carrying her baby inside her shirt.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, their tagline is closest to mom, best for babies. So I guess it's that skin to skin type stuff but wow that's that's kind of creepy looking
2: all right well i guess the rue pocket that megan found is probably the the actual one the rue sport fitness and travel pouch i'm seeing it here now magnetic running pocket but it sounds like this um blogger didn't have a good experience with it <laughs> so. yeah
0: basically just try out your stuff before race day. yeah
2: that sounds like a good plan <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. The next don't is don't use cheap makeup kits. They are just that, cheap. If you do use them, set with powder and blot the powder. Do not wipe. Theatrical makeup, such as Ben Nye, spelled N-Y-E, if you are serious about wearing some great makeup that lasts, or 24-hour long-lasting makeup. After a horrible run no pun intended, on a Halloween race last year. I thought I learned my lesson, but no, I tried it again at the superhero half marathon in May. Both races poured down rain and my makeup looked miserable before long. No test means no makeup on race day for me. See Mary Alicia's blog on running in makeup here for examples of long lasting makeup you can run in. And I will have a link on the
2: webpage. Sure. And also, I don't know what this superhero half marathon is, but that sounds like fun. It's people running in superhero costumes? Oh, can you yeah. imagine all the things you would see in that? That would be great. I know what my costume would be. I would be Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to be Supergirl for Halloween, and I never was. And That would be perfect for running in, I think. Yep. I,
1: I'd probably do, like, fun Wonder woman do myself blue so it looked like I was going invisible. You know like they do in the old comics. When you're <laughs> invisible you've got like the blue outline so they can still see you. Oh wow, I never thought of that.
2: You would totally I I could totally see you as Wonder Woman though.
1: She's pretty cool. Yeah. Her lasso of truth or something.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I was <laughs> never into Wonder Woman, so
1: I didn't read comics or really do anything with superheroes growing up, so
2: Katie, what superhero would you be? Ooh,
0: you know, I think I would probably go with She-Ra. Is that even oh. like a, a, a superhero, though? That's more just like a cartoon, right? No, she, counts. You, you,
2: you, she totally counts. She-Ra, okay. Princess of Power. Yes. I
0: would totally go with She-Ra then.
2: Oh, we would need to find a He-Man to run with you.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Th- this sounds like matchmaking running. I'm liking it.
1: Awesome. You could put a Craigslist out there. <laughs> <laughs> She-Ra looking for He-Man to run with her. <laughs> yes, Just I can replies.
0: imagine the responses now. <laughs> But our next don't, <laughs> before we get too far down that rabbit hole, is uh, to not use hairspray to set the makeup in place. A big mistake for me, and I heard others say that as well. I heard that it would help set the makeup, but it only burned my eyes as it rained during the runaway pumpkin half marathon. Instead, use a makeup setting spray, like Urban Decay's All Nighter. Yeah, I can't imagine using hairspray to set your yeah. makeup would ever be a good idea.
2: No, I would <laughs> never want to spray hairspray on my face. No. I don't even no. like to spray to my hair.
0: Right, <laughs> let alone on your skin. That's just... Yeah, don't do that. that
2: okay, bad. good to know. <laughs>
0: And lastly, going back kind of to what Megan talked about earlier, don't be inconsiderate. I mentioned this in my first blog, but it's so important. Be cautious of your wings. You may find that they do excellent running alone, but in a congested race, They are a runner's nightmare. In a race with thousands of people, you may find your wings have become your and other racers' worst enemy as they snag and catch on runners or scratch faces and poke eyes. Mm -hmm. If you buy, buy kids' wings. They work best and you can safely pin to the sports bra or your costume for the least movement possible. If you are making your wings, scale down the size as much as possible. What other costume pieces or props could stick out beyond your body, and how will those pieces affect others? Be sure to take that into consideration. Definitely.
2: Sure. Does she carry a sword?
0: I'm pretty sure she does. I think she uh, does.
2: Yeah, I I could leave that at home. Just as long as I got to rock
0: the costume, I'd be good with that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Um, so a lot to think about if uh, if you decide to run in uh, costume this year for Halloween or for any other race. It sounds like this woman who um, wrote this blog post has run more than one race in costume. I, I think it's something I'd like to try sometime. But yeah, I would want something simple, not no wings, <laughs> no swords. No. Probably, probably a Supergirl costume. I think. Yep. <laughs> All right, what is this link?
1: Katie's uh Shira. she She oh. does have a sword for oh. reference. Oh, look at
2: those boots.
0: <laughs> those are awesome. <laughs> See, that's awesome. Look at the cape, the headpiece. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh,
2: it would. Oh, my gosh. That would be so cool. I'm, I'm jealous again. <laughs> I didn't think of she I think we
1: should uh, set up a superhero um, run get together.
2: Oh, yeah. That would be great. That would um, be fun. You could do, like, um, compression socks and um, running shoes. Maybe, like, duct tape (laughs) the compression socks and the running shoes together so that it looks like the boots. Yeah. You wouldn't have to wear heels. That's perfect. (gasps) Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, I'm not running in heels. (laughs) (laughs) That headpiece is awesome, though. (laughs) I don't know where you would get that.
0: Well, it almost looks like, um, you know... Greek goddess the wings on the back of the shoes for isn't it Nike that was the messenger of the gods right or Hermes too I think okay then perfect you know I mean that that really (laughs) looks like the the wing so that'd be great for running
2: Mm. all right well I think we are gonna have to do a costume race sometime (laughs) (laughs) all right great well that was a fun topic and and a lot to think about Up next, we have Runner Girl Recommends. So, Katie, what is your recommend this week?
0: My recommend is mainly because I tend to fall asleep early during the school year, and I miss a lot of my favorite shows that don't come on until 10 o'clock. And I found this great website, it's called Project Free TV. Again, we'll have the link up on the website, but they have links to basically every show that's on. Of course, it's not hosted on this particular website because that would be illegal and you don't want to do that. Um, But it gives you sources to find your TV shows online to where you can watch them. For example, last night I totally forgot Walking Dead was on, so I'm going to be checking that out after we finish up with the show this evening using this link, Project Free TV. Is
1: it legal-ish?
0: I I think so. Yes, because like I said, it's not actually hosted on this particular website and you're not downloading anything. You're just watching streams that are hosted on other websites. So, check at your own discretion. Let me let me throw that disclaimer yeah, out there. Use your best watch judgment. It, yeah, watch at your own risk, but if it sounds like you're interested in something like that, I I've, I've watched several shows on this.
1: Okay, good.
2: Oh, very cool.
1: Close enough for me.
2: We're so behind in our TV shows because we don't stay up to watch things on TV ever. Um, We don't watch anything live, really. We just catch up with everything later on. And I'm several years behind in several shows because we just just watch them on Netflix. Um, But Walking Dead was one that we were actually caught up to, but not since the new season started. So. Right. Definitely interested in, in watching. That was like the only one I was actually excited about to watch live. So, yeah, um, if it's on that Project Free TV, I might have to look for that. So, Megan, what is your recommend?
1: My recommend is ACD, my favorite band, who I'm sure I've discussed plenty of times on here before, just recently came out with their fourth album. And it's pretty good, and I like talking about my favorite band, so I'm going to recommend it. It's called Monsters in the Closet, and it's from Mayday Parade. And I'm just recommending that you should check it out, because I thought it was pretty cool.
2: Okay, I'm not familiar with this band. Um, What kind of music is it? Pop, punk, like stuff you would hear on an alternative station. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm the old lady, I have no idea about <laughs> music.
1: I <laughs> know, I'm trying to find like a good... They play on the same station that Fun plays on, or Imagine Dragons would.
2: Okay, I don't listen if to the were... radio either. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't really either. And this band okay. isn't popular enough to be on radio, oh,
2: okay. so it's hard
1: to make a comparison. They're not well known enough yet.
2: Okay, so what song would you recommend as like a, an intro to this band?
1: I like monsters in the closet. is a good. They named it after their single, and it's really good. Okay,
2: maybe I'll link to a YouTube video in the show notes, and then we can like check it out. Yes. All right. Monsters in the closet by Mayday Parade. All right. My recommend this week is uh, a book this is actually running related unlike my recommend last week. Um, Daniel's Running Formula by Jack Daniels and was one of the ones that I've been wanting to check out because Jack Daniels a lot of people recommend his um, training plans and just his training strategies in general. Um, We've talked about some of his methods on the show before. This book explains uh, a lot of key training concepts like tempo runs, long runs, speed work, uh, how to safely increase mileage, plus he includes several training plans for those just starting to get into running, for those looking to transition to longer distances. He has plans for more experienced runners, plus training plans specific for marathon training in um, other race dis- distances, too, for all levels of running experience. So definitely a very informative book and a lot to learn from somebody who's widely regarded in the running community. So I'll link to Daniel's Running Formula as a good training book for running. Yeah. Good.
1: Oh, I wanted to add to correction. The song I learned is Monsters in the Closet because that's not actually a title of a song. It's Uh, called Ghosts. Ghosts. It's the joy of putting a CD in your car and just listening to the CD.
2: Okay. So the song is Ghost, and Monsters in the Closet is the album.
1: Yes. Okay. So there we go. And I put a link in the to that song.
2: All right. Great. All right. Well, up next we have Run a Girl of the Week. So, Katie, who is our Run a Girl this week? Our runner girl of
0: the week is actually a local runner from here in Myrtle Beach. Her name is Christy R., and she completed her very first half marathon this weekend. Nice. So her daily mile post reads, The Myrtle Beach Mini Marathon, 13.1 miles. First half marathon is done. What an experience. I felt pretty strong through mile 8 or 9. But from there I took a few walk breaks. I loved some of the signs that I saw through the race. You are running better than the walk than the government. <laughs> <laughs> and worst parade ever. I think we've all seen those. Mm-hmm. Some entertainment along the course not as much as I thought. I saw a guy with a box of donuts around mile 11, and I wanted to chase him down. <laughs> yeah. When I reached mile 12 and saw everyone there cheering me on, I got emotional. Borderline hyperventilating. Laura ran me through the last mile, which was the longest mile ever. She warned me it would be. Then there was David, Allie, and Christian. I made it to the finish line where Don gave me my medal and a hug. Sorry for the smelly, sweaty hug. The goal was your first one... The goal with your first one is just to finish, but I really wanted to finish in under three hours, and I did it. Can't Yay. wait to do this again. She actually finished in 2.53, so great job, Christy R. I hope that there are many, many more half marathons in your future.
2: Oh, that's great. She actually gave me an idea for sort of a running costume. Um oh. You ever see that picture of um, somebody leading a horse with, like, a carrot on a stick or something? You know what I'm talking about? Right, yeah. Well, what if you had something tied to your head (laughs) that had a donut hanging from it? (laughs) So, like, the whole time you're running trying to get the donut.
0: That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh,
2: I love donuts. <laughs> 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 Not healthy. But anyway, great job, Christy. Congratulations on your first half marathon and in Myrtle Beach. Yeah,
1: uh, awesome job. I remember seeing that when we did the divas this year. They were advertising yes. for the Myrtle Beach mini marathon.
0: Yes. Yes, that's actually what I was going to uh, do for my half marathon last year while we were all training, but mm-hmm. it was the same weekend as the class reunion, so I ah. ended up doing the one in Savannah. But it's a really great race. You hear lots of good reviews about it every year.
2: Well, that's great. All right, well, up next we have our weekly scavenger hunt. And this week's scavenger hunt list is a barn, a pile of firewood, a ghost, memorabilia from a local college or university, and a bird's nest. And you can email your photos to runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com or you can post them to Instagram or our Twitter account at runnergirlshow with the hashtags runnergirlsphoto or runnergirls scavenger hunt. And we'll collect all the scavenger hunt photos and share them on an album on our website. And we'll also link on Facebook, and on Twitter, and I just want to apologize. I've gotten way behind in, in collecting the pictures and um, posting them to albums and sharing them, but I, I have them, and I will get to it, and I promise they'll all get posted, and I appreciate everybody taking the time to take pictures and share them with us, and I definitely want to share them with everybody else as well. It just turned out to be a lot more work than I expected, so, but I promise they are coming, so you keep the pictures coming, and I Promise they they will get posted. All right, up next we have feedback. So our feedback this week all comes from Facebook posts that we received on our wall at Run a Girl's Podcast on Facebook. Um, I believe it's facebook.com slash runner girls podcast. And the first post came from Dave. And Dave says, Sue, thanks for recommending Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. I am a Tom Cavanaugh fan from the show Ed and from the snow movies. But did you know that he ran the New York City Marathon in around three hours, 30 minutes? And uh, I did not know that. I. Um, What we're talking about is the uh, podcast, Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. This was back from our podcast episode of the show. But I love the Mike and Tom Eat Snacks podcast. And I do remember Tom mentioning that um, he ran marathons, but I didn't remember the the time. And I think that's that's pretty impressive. And uh, very, very cool that uh, what I thought was not a running-related podcast did have (laughs) a little bit of a... running related trivia in there so thanks for sharing dave
1: our second feedback is a facebook post from samantha and she says hey ladies love the podcast just listened to your podcast about running with dogs and wanted to share that i am running with my weimaraner three to four times a week while training for my first half she loves it and mostly just runs alongside of me well she trots i run I have to say, if I could run 7 minute miles for 10 miles, she would be right there with me the whole time. She loves to run and is the best running partner. Always excited to get out. Running with a dog is wonderful and makes me feel safer. Just thought I'd share. Happy running. That's cool.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. And I do remember when we were going over the types of dogs which are good for each kind of run, like, Weimaraner was on, like, a bunch of the lists. Like, they're just all around good running dogs, so... That is really cool. And Jeff loves Weimaraners, so maybe we'll have to get one of those someday. (laughs) Our
0: last little bit of feedback is also from Facebook, from Krista. And she writes, Hello, ladies. I just started listening to your podcast, and I love it. My friend talked me into signing up for a marathon this April. My longest run ever has been seven miles. So I might be crazy. (laughs) You are providing me with some great motivation. I'm starting with your season one and hope to catch up to your current week so I can join in the fun. Thanks again. Well, that's great, Krista. First of all, good luck. (laughs) Um, Definitely keep us posted on how the training for the first marathon is going. I mean, if your longest run's been seven miles, you haven't even done a half yet, right? Mm -mm. So... That's awesome. I mean, really, sink or swim, get out there and get it done. Good luck with everything, and, and like I said, keep us posted.
2: Yeah, that's ambitious. I'm like, I'm not ready to run a marathon in April, and I've been running for a year and a half. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's that's amazing, and I know people do it all the time. People just sign up for marathons and then go train and run them. Um, Funny related story.
1: Um, Pamela Anderson is running the New York City Marathon, in two weeks and her longest run so far has been 12 miles yeah. and she's like I what? can't wait I, I it'll be great and what? a lot of us are like um you only run 12 miles and you think you're ready to run a marathon okay Pam Anderson <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh I, I'm I'm interested to hear what her time is <laughs>
1: yes very
2: interested and then my full marathon goal will be to beat pamela anderson
0: <laughs> i'll have to tell my sister to try to take a picture if she passes her
2: <laughs> oh which one is she running the new york city marathon oh nice
0: yeah wow. so be like, look on be on the lookout for pam anderson
2: sarah <laughs> <laughs> oh that is cool All right. But um, back to Krista. I just wanted to say thanks for your feedback. And uh, she says that she's on season one and hopes to catch up with our current week so she can join in the fun. So um, I was initially thinking, wow, she's not going to hear this comment for a long time. But you know what? She's training for a marathon. She's going to spend hours on the road. She has plenty of time to catch up. So Krista, good luck with your marathon. And uh, I think that that's it for this week. Megan, do you have a quote for us? I do. My quote says, I
1: am building a fire, and every day I train, I add more fuel. At just the right moment, I light the match. And it's from Mia Hamm. And I just thought it was cool because it's inspiring, and she's obviously talking about how she trains and trains and trains, and then there's a big finish, and it's just making me excited for half marathon number 4 and I had a long run this week to get ready and I'm just feel very fueled, I guess.
2: Yeah. Putting fuel <laughs> on the fire. I like that. It's a metaphor. Yeah.
1: <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I got it deep from here um, tonight. <laughs> yeah. Somebody on Reddit posted this new Tumblr called Motivational Quotes for Athletes. And it's a lot of quotes from athletes.
2: Awesome. Can you link to that too? Oh, you did. Look at you. I (laughs) Um, try. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm going to want to look at that. All right. Great quote. That is it for episode 14 of season three. Join us next week when we will be talking about running streaks and that's not running naked but like actually running for <laughs> a period of time on a street if you have any comments you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast or tweet to us at runnergirlshow on twitter all episodes will be available at runnergirlspodcast.com and on itunes thanks for listening now go outside and run